M S W Media. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. <gasps> I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? I got the awesome. And the, the, that's a V-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself, people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details hi i'm francis callier <laughs> I'm Angela V. Shelton. <laughs> we are Frangela. And welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> You for, know, for sometimes, tuning in. sometimes I don't even know when I hit the button. I don't know what's going on. And we're the only two people here. <laughs> the only people doing it. Uh, thank you so much uh, for listening. We want to uh, thank you for your submissions to Idiot of the Week at franchise08 at gmail.com and at Idiot of the Week, Week, Week at gmail.com. We do check both those emails. Um, we are catching up. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We want to remind you to go visit sexyliberal.com. Check out all the shows and wonderful yeah, podcasts there. You can there. get all the shows in a gift package. Yes. All the Sexy Liberal virtual tour, shows, virtual tour shows you can get in one package. You give it to people, give it to yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself right in this new year, thankfully. Yes. We also want to invite you to go to Patreon and put in Frangela and become a Frangela Patreon. And for those of you who have... Thank you very much. You are paying for us to live. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, and for that, you also get micro idiots every week, fresh in your box. That's right. In your box. Okay. Not, we haven't even started. I know, I know. <laughs> I know. And we also want to invite you to go to Cameo.com, put in Frangela, and you can get a specialized video from Frangela. Video message. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You can give it as a gift. It's fun. And remember to check us out on the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for the Black, Black Power, Power Hour. Hour. Do it. Yes. Okay, should we get started? I think we should. Okay, first up is from... This is from Gary C., the great, the incomparable, the amazing. Mm-hmm. The Gary C., who yes. we love and adore. Thank you so much. Thank you. Man drinking a beer, smoking a cigar, and wearing a bathrobe <laughs> uses a flamethrower. To okay. clear snow. To clear snow. That's yeah. coming up. Yep, that was headline. Kentucky man. Saw that. Saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, that could... Hey. Uh, he took a video. There's a video. Somebody filmed him, and he's for sure. He's in some black socks mm-hmm. that go up to you know mid calf. Um, some I think those are slippers. Yeah, actually, they're um, 
some kind of winter hat, one of them kind of the ear flaps come down, mm-hmm. a cigar, and a, a white shortish robe with a flamethrower clearing clearing snow from his driveway. Um, I saw the video. Yeah. Oh, you watched the whole video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. They had it on the news. Okay. Um, it went viral, mm-hmm. this clip. Um, and this is where, for me, it's the going viral, the fact that you saw on the news. That, that was very irresponsible. I think of the news to, to play that video mm-hmm. because as, as experts in what the stupid do, yes, what you just did, what's going to happen is in a few weeks, we're going to start getting a whole bunch of people who tried to things like, cause what's going to happen with really stupid people is watch man pours gasoline. That's right. He's like, Oh, I could probably clear away all this. So I, this is how they think. Yes. I, if I just put some gas here and, and set they, it on fire, and sets their house and themselves on fire. That's right. Well, we're going to, there's going to be a ton of people set on fire outside the house. Well, with a flame and, and here's the thing. I expect people to get the flamethrower and be like, Oh, it works so well on the driveway. Mm-hmm. Why don't I use it on the front steps? And let's be clear. How do you get a flamethrower? This is what I don't understand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do you buy? Can you just like, let me just Google real quick. Can I buy? Can I just buy a flamethrower? Like, is that, I don't think that you should be able to, to buy a flamethrower. And here's my thing too. He's out there drinking a, a, a Budweiser. Yeah. And, yeah. And posting the video. His wife is taking the video and posting him talking about, you know, America. I know exactly who you are, mister. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like, like, yes. Can I legally buy a flamethrower? Yes, a flamethrower, as in a gun that shoots flames. They're 100% legal. And now, easier to obtain than you ever imagined. Um, yeah. Stupid. This is the, this is, okay. I And this, hey, if you live in Florida, I don't mean you. I specifically think that Florida should not be allowed. <laughs> To buy flamethrowers. This is such a bad idea. And and, and I also, it's cold out. Why why am I looking at your naked legs? And there's snow on the ground. And you wear, like, come on. And you're shooting flames and you ain't got no clothes on. Yeah. And I mean, when I tell you you. the the power of, I mean, it's flame. It's not like a little, like, torch. No, it's It's, big. This is a huge flame, actually. It's huge. Um, It's so, this one person, so all the people commenting on on the video, one person, Mike Grossman, who, if you know Mike, could you have uh, just send us a shoot us an email because like, we got some questions for Mike. He said, quote, I've always wondered why nobody has come up with a simple way to melt snow. It's just frozen water. Seems very inefficient to shovel it into a pile somewhere when all you need is some heat to turn it into water. Mike. <laughs> and I don't know how many ways we can say this. Flame is not a cleaning tool. It really yes, is. Yes, did it work? Yes, it's a very bad idea. I and I know that there's snow runs. People think, well, what could possibly catch fire? Trust me on this. Fire finds a way. Yes, it does. Okay. Because here's the thing: flamethrowers work on on fuel. They don't just, you know what I mean? The yes. flame and, and the fuel drips out. Fossil fuel. So the gasoline, it could drip on your legs. On your feet, you could walk in it and step on a flame. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are all kinds. This is like rock. And the problem with, with stupid problems. people is that they are going to somebody this f- next fall is going to go remember this and go, why am I raking up these leaves, leaves? girl? I yes. can just set them on fire. 
And the thing is, people do burn leaves they, they in do. the Midwest. You can't do it here in California, but like, but you get them into a pile. If you start telling people they can just burn leaves, watch. Yeah. So and be surprised when their lawn is gone. They're gonna be That's like, right. I can't believe it didn't just burn the leaves. This is the. I think this is a horrible, horrible, horrible thing to highlight. Yep. It's a horrible example. Next up, this is from Bridget J. Thank you very much. Florida man stuffs over $1,000 in rectum in attempt to hide it from deputies. Ooh. Okay. 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 Patreon Stokes, 26, was pulled over. His name is Patreon? Yep, Patreon. Wow. Uh, Was pulled over on the highway for speeding. In the front passenger seat of the car was a seven-month-old child. The deputy who pulled over Which, Stokes, by the way, that's, they, they can't sit there. No, they can't. That's wrong. That's, they're not supposed to be in the front seat. The deputy who pulled over Stokes uh, said that he could smell marijuana coming from inside the vehicle. That's strike number two. That's strike number three because you were speeding. <laughs> number, number three, I'm sorry. You got a seven-month-old. And I can smell marijuana and they coming from the And they're beer. not mentioning a car seat. Nope. So is this seven-month-old just like laying in a seat? I have no idea. Seven-month-old, they can sit up, right? They can do all they, that? Sort of. Yeah, they They're still wobbly. They, they still wobbly. Okay. And not all seven-month-olds. That's true. Right. Uh, after searching the vehicle, deputies found 197 grams of methamphetamine, rock cocaine, and four grams of heroin. A scale was also in the car. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Stokes also had a small amount of marijuana and a large amount of money on his person. I wonder if there's a connection. I wonder. <laughs> Stokes was charged with trafficking methamphetamine, trafficking heroin, possession of cocaine with intent to sell, manufacture or deliver possession of marijuana and possession of drug equipment. He was also arrested and taken to the Marion uh, County Jail. Officials say that when he arrived at the jail, the money Stokes had on him appeared to be missing. Stokes said huh. that the deputies had already collected the, the money. This is a quote from the uh, sheriff's office. Detention de- deputies then noticed something quite unusual, Angela. Oh, God. Deputies observed $20 bills falling from Stokes' buttocks area. <laughs> oh, mother of God. His okay. ass was raining cash. Okay, whoever, who said this? Bridget? This, uh, this Bridget. Bridget. Bridget brilliantly wrote, his, he turned his ass into a cash machine. <laughs> can I pick the denominations? Totally, totally. If and, I push on your eyeballs, can I pick the denominations? <laughs> this is the quote I love. After a, quote, necessary but undesirable process <laughs> for everyone involved. I love, because, okay, the thing is, what I think happened here is they, when they were talking to the reporter, they're like, no, put necessary but put that write it down but undesirable Und- i don't appreciate nobody appreciate we have to do this because it's fucking evidence but i'm pissed because we had this evidence he we knew it existed yes we'd already caught you with it for everyone involved the deputy the detention deputies located one thousand ninety dollars in u.s currency hidden inside of stokes rectum Okay. Wrecked him. I barely knew him. <laughs> okay. You know what? I had to. I know. It was laying there. It was laying there. You had to pick it up. Uh, okay. Um, number. I don't know how many. This has to be a new a new saying of ours. A new rule. Mm. Your ass is not a purse. No, it is or not. Or a wallet. No, it is not. It's not a fanny pack. Although that would be the most 
closest to the correct name for it. Yeah, if it is a fanny. <laughs> well, he packed his fanny. Yes. That is as close as you're going to get to correct. And maybe if you turn to me and said, well, what do you call a fanny pack? Mm-hmm. I might go, okay. Okay. But I'm not going to go there because you are, no, we don't store, th- and let me tell you something about the police. And this person's been arrested before. They check your ass. I don't know if you know this or not. It's, again, probably one of the most not desirable moments of the whole thing, process of arrest for people. Not that I'm worried about what the police do, um, but go through necessarily. But um, they do check. They They check everywhere. And I don't know why people are continually using their ass. Do you know how many in the ass stories we have done over the years? Well, it's clear that we are better criminals than criminals. Well, this is seriously, seriously, you gotta, you gotta stay in your lane. If you, if you even, if your ass is a mode of, of, of carrying things if that's your valise if that is your luggage if, the, if, your that vestibule. Is your purse, if your vestibule is being used at all your vestibule is just supposed to do what it does and and maybe you have some happy adult times right, you, you can do whatever inter- you do you can you can entertain in your vestibule that's right that's right okay that's but you right. can't but it cannot be used as a, no, a carrying it's not a storage package. facility it's not, it's not storage facility it's not it's not for you storage. can you can entertain nowhere in, the in your body is for foreign object storage really that's right that's right. Occasionally, this, you have to put foreign objects in. You'd like to hold you together, like some screws and stuff like that. But we do not carry. We don't use it as a. We don't take them out. No. Anything that you have to take out, you should just be out. That's right. Here's my thing. What is happening with uh, social media now? The detention deputies then go and post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. This is a posting on Facebook. They said, "Quote: Judging from Stokes' mugshot, which already you gonna clown me." Yeah. On Facebook. Well, I don't think that they should be. I agree with. I don't think that the, the cops should be making jo- social media jokes out of people. Yeah, he said that's say, our job. That's stay our in job. Your lane. Like, really, stay in your lane. Lane. Okay. They say he looks pretty, quote unquote, bummed about the whole situation. Oh, come on. For all our wonderful cashiers in Marion County, we apologize for giving you this terrible mental image today. If you choose to use gloves during your daily duties, we will understand. They had too much fun with that. And I admit, I get that you're upset that you had to then count that money. Yes. I understand. But look, you knew what the job was. You knew this was a part of it. Get it. Journal it. Work through your feelings. Stay out of our job. Also, I would be so okay for starting a GoFundMe for a washer dryer at (laughs) the facility. Where once and I would be and I'm not kidding I'd be like Stokes take that money out your ass go and that, some, the washer is dedicated to washing things that are right. caught in people's ass that's right here's a here's a Tide Pod get your ass over there you gonna wash and dry this money you gonna wash and dry this money because I'm, I'm you gonna wash and dry it here's some Clorox bleach. Get to wash it. Because if you put it in your ass, you expect... Hell no. I wonder what they... Do they do any disinfecting or do they just put it in an evidence bag and that's just... I think it goes just... in an evidence bag. I think it just... What happens to confiscated money at the end of the day? Doesn't the state take it? Yeah, they, they, they go it's into currency. Evidence. Yeah, yeah. But, but then once it's been used as evidence... I mean, they don't keep that. They they must confiscate it and deposit it, you know, well, like... in every cop show movie I've ever seen... It, it goes, then they use it for like 
we're going to use it to buy drugs for a drug bust. That right. money, it gets... <laughs> I don't know if that's what happens, but yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but it, this is my... It's like, so what... I, what we're trying to get at is, please tell me that this money gets disinfected. Because I don't think they burn it. I don't think they just put it in a storage facility for yeah. all time and never use it again. They don't use it. They don't use it for to buy pizza for Shirley's birthday. No, or don't go into the. It's, well, it shouldn't be going into the, the, like the kitty, if mm-hmm. you will, the small. What's it called when when you have a job, so your place of business, petty cash, petty cash. Um, but it's one of those things that makes you go, okay, we do need to get rid of currency. I this shouldn't because the, the idea of where money has been. Ooh. is so frank herbert wrote a, a story he's the guy who wrote dune um he wrote this story for, i think it's called the green god i'm forgetting the name of it the green some but it's about a plague where there are a terrorist act where they put something uh, a virus or, on money that mm-hmm. makes everyone um infertile mm-hmm. and it's the because money just goes everywhere yeah you know yeah. and so money money is the plague yeah Ooh, deep okay Ooh, hamana hamana that's a lot <laughs> that's i'm talking to yeah. tugs because it's just that was some truth that she just dropped <laughs> and we'll be back after this quick break just for our listeners the clean phone the top brand in uv sanitizing is now offering their top rated top selling best reviewed wand product at 50 percent off and free two-day shipping the Clean Phone Wand is a handheld UV sanitizer that helps you eliminate 99.9% of bacteria and kill viruses in seconds on virtually any surface. It uses the same proven sanitizing technology employed by hospitals. Use it on packages, groceries, keyboards, tablets, money. Take it with you everywhere. That's right. At 50% off and free two-day shipping with a limited time, it's the perfect gift for anyone who needs it. It's super portable, and with days of battery life, you can take it anywhere and make sure your environment is clean and safe. COVID cases are on the rise. Get the Clean Phone Wand at 50% off now, and they'll take 60% off a second wand. A great holiday gift for family and friends. Go to thenewdealshop.com. That's thenewdealshop.com. Thank you. Do it. All that. Mm-hmm. Next up. Yeah. What you got? From Jeff Y, we love and adore you. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. Indian man hides his baldness. New <laughs> wife registers police case. I love this story That's right. so much. Mumbai, a 27-year-old chartered accountant, has filed a case of breach of trust against her Mira Road-based husband. For I love that they put Mira Road-based like we like I know what that I, is. I know where that is. Uh, for hiding the fact that he is bald. <laughs> the couple had an arranged marriage, um, and the woman's name is Naya Nagar. She told the police that she read she filed this case, this complaint. She's 29 because um, she. Uh, he, I guess then he had to be asked to surrender to the police. In her complaint, she said that she was shocked to learn that her husband had been wearing a wig. And this had not been revealed to her before the marriage took place. In her complaint to the police, she stated that she had known, had she known that the then prospective groom's bald status, had she known about it, she would have rejected the proposal. Ah. The woman confronted her in-laws, who told her that it was a minor issue. See, that pissed me off. Yeah. You don't get to tell, you me, what to tell me what's a minor or major issue. This is my life. Right. Bald is bald. Uh, so her in-laws and husband were booked under IPC section 406 breach of trust and 500 defamation. Wow. That take that shit seriously. Well, here's the thing. Here's my thing with, and I, I don't, I'm curious where y'all stand, right? I said franchise at gmail.com. 
I'm okay with this because that is some bullshit. If we're going to do this arranged, we haven't met, then you can't lie. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do I think baldness might be a trivial issue given yes. that you were willing to marry somebody you hadn't met? <laughs> yeah, right. That's my thing. I'm Cause like, my thing. Yeah. I mean, thank you. Thank my you. guess is that it isn't the baldness. Of course. But that, but she wouldn't talk to somebody who was like, well, you need a pretext for this because you agreed to this. Yeah. Well, he's bald. Oh, snap. Did he tell you he was bald beforehand? Yeah. Okay. Then that's breach of contract. <laughs> like, because I, I, if you were, that's, I don't get that. Because to me, there's got, if that's all that's wrong. Yeah. 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 But uh, you know, that's you're willing to you take know. whatever showed up. That, right. that, that was the ar- well, arrangement. That, that, well, so prearranged means prearranged. Right. Now, yes, you're not supposed to lie in that. So there's, there's, there's something to that. But I think, you know, we're getting the moment, whatever. You know what I mean? But, but, well, but, you know, it makes me think about a whole host of things, which is, you know, in our, in all our cultures, how, what we value. Yeah. And, you know, and it makes me think about women who, you know, have to, have to, or want to, or feel the need to, um, wear a weave, wear a wig, wear a this, you know, you know, you know, people can, you, you can, you can cycle it all the way down to makeup. Even mm-hmm. you can cycle it all the way down to, uh, spanks and, and girdles. Yes. You can cycle it all the way down to a brassiere. Mm-hmm. Because that gives you a different shape yes. than you actually have. Trust me. Glasses. Glasses. Contacts. contacts you know, hair Dental color. work. That's right. I have bonding on my front four teeth. Right. I remember I, I had this uh, a guy I dated years ago. My mother was like, you know, every once in a while your parents uh, chime in for who they would like to see you. Um, mm-hmm. At least my mother would she'd pick people that she'd prefer to have grandchildren from. Mm-hmm. So she was like, I like him. He's attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, Billy, if you're, he's probably not listening, but uh, Billy's very cute. I was like, just so you know, mom, he did have a nose job, and I showed her a picture of him pre nose, and then she changed her mind. Wow! <laughs> she was like, I was like, that's a little bit surfacey, mm-hmm. but I I understand what I wanted her to have that information, right? Right. Before you know, because I'm gonna tell you something, it will make a difference. But you know, that's what? why I didn't have his baby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, well, but, I mean, and make a yes. difference about how people evaluate a person and you know what and I, and that's the thing it's like all the way through and through and through I think about the, all of that you know and and you know what and it, it, it always makes me angry when men say that about women you mm-hmm. know what I mean and um so I find it I'm offended for him because you know it is yes. surfacing yes it is incredibly surfacy. I mean, and for me, especially given the nature of this kind of an arrangement, mm-hmm. because you were willing to accept that he beat kittens. If, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you were if willing he, to accept. If he just wasn't bald. You know what I mean? Like you, we don't know anything else about him. And, and that's the thing that you're like, this is a complete lie. And I'm not saying you, you, Hey, you're attracted to what you're attracted to. Yeah. I, that's, it's a weird like, I, I'm not saying that, but I think in this situation, I find it odd that you were willing to marry somebody you hadn't met, but it was fucked up that he was bald. And that he had like, lied to you about yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm like, well, what is, I mean, right. like, where's the cutoff here? Like, what, what, but again, if you're completely, if you're wearing a wig, I mean, it's one thing, like, what do you think about, how about like a fall? You know, mm-hmm. like people, like hair pieces, when women, you know, we, they, and not just women, obviously, anybody can do this. Mm-hmm. You put hair pieces. In fact, the first weave I ever saw get done was a man who yeah. was in a rock band and he was trying to, he was getting a weave to have rocker hair, you yeah. know, um, a white guy. 
which I've always, it's always stuck with me because there was, there was a white guy at my beauty salon and mm-hmm. I was like, oh. He's getting white, an install. He's getting, he's getting, and this is, um, you know, I'm not as old as you, but no, you're means, not, you're not. But any, in the past. Right, right, right. Um, and significantly in the past. <laughs> um, and so, but I just find that's fascinating that I'm like, but you could, defamation yeah. is what I find, like, what, what, where's the defamation come in on this? Yeah. I don't yeah. understand that. Breach of trust? Okay. Yeah. But defamation? I you don't know. Maybe we me? don't, this is another country, so I don't know what they're, yeah, how they yeah, define and, and, crimes. Right. You know what and I mean? Also like that could values. mean other, yes. You know, I don't know within, you know, it, within Indian culture, it could be, you know, you might feel that, you know, bald men are bad men. I don't know. Well, they are. You I know, mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just I'm don't kidding. know. Or, or your people have, you know, I mean, certain certainly feelings. this culture is definitely baldness is a huge, you know, like. Well, there was this guy, you know, I'll never forget. He was 22 years old. We were, tw- he was younger than me. We were working in an office and he had gone prematurely bald, you know, and he was 22. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it, it was very, very hard for him. I have a guy in my, uh, it's my senior class in high school. He. He and I had a fake ID mm-hmm. and he had um, from my irresponsible aunt mm-hmm. who was 10 years older than me. Um, and he had, was, he had male pattern, pattern baldness. Yeah. And, and so he looked 45, 50 by the head, if you yeah. will. Uh, and it really does age you, yeah. you know, and he was in high school, so he didn't need an ID. Yeah. He so that, that only came, that came into play because we had a senior trip and uh, we bought liquor for everyone. Um, so, which is crazy to me. Cause I just have to say this when I was 16, you know, how tall I am. I was still the same height at 16 and little I little baby face. I've seen pictures. of They would let me go face. in there and buy a grip in a second. Yeah. The, I have to say the corner markets weren't as, um, thorough. No, they were back not. in the day. No, they were. Um, not. but I think the advent of cigarettes being illegal for kids to like, I think that changed a lot of, cause, and they did start like giving tickets and prosecuting people yes. for that, for selling yes. cigarettes to minors. So like and that, you know, and I've been buying cigarettes that. for my father since, since you were fucking five, three. right? Three. three. He would send me. My father would send me to the store when I was three with a note. I couldn't. They couldn't see me below the counter. I had to yell. I was that small. I had to yell and be like, "Hey, I'm here." I would hand them this is not the note. Parenting. I know. I would hand them the note, and uh, Mr. Popolo would go. Mr. Popolo. I would go to Popolo's. That was the name of the store. I'd go go to Popolo's. That was the corner market, up from the block. From we lived on one end of the block, and he Popolo's was on the other end. I go to Popolo's, and Mr. Popolo would have me follow him, and I go get a half a pound of bologna. This was after my father had a gig. At the next day, he, he wants a bologna. He wants a bologna. He wants a bologna sandwich. Did he fry it or did he just eat it? No, no, no. He didn't fry it. I liked. I like fried bologna. I, I find it so interesting the people who like fried bologna. Oh my god, fried bologna was when I ate meat. Oh my god, I loved fried bologna. It was a mustard on it. I didn't mind it. Oh, but I wasn't delicious. something I would say that treat. I was like excited about. But of course, you know me and the dried Italian cured meats. Yeah, I was always you. about the prosciutto. The you know exactly. But then I had to go get my father RC cola because he had a hot box. <laughs> What's that? That's a hangover term from olden days. Because hot boxing, in terms of, um, for those of you who watch Australian prison dramas like me, um, what does it mean? Uh, hot box is when you give somebody a shot of uh, drug to kill oh, them. Yes, that's right. That you is know, a hot box. That's um, true. Oh, is that here also? It's yeah, not just yeah, 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 yeah. That's Wentworth. a hot box. Yeah. I, I, one of my well, COVID. Not- 
binges was all of every eight, all of eight seasons of Wentworth. My father would call it a hot shot. Oh, maybe it is a hot shot. A hot shot. I think it is a hot shot, because not a hot box. My father told me that story when I was a story when I was a child about having to this is get not, a bubble this is wrong. out of a heroin addict's arm. Okay. <laughs> There is never, I just have to say, I am so proud of you and Tom. You are a wonderful parent <laughs> because you have not carried over any of these things. None of the generational to the raising. curses. <laughs> like you put to, to bed everything that was almost I everything. Tried. There is not, I, a, I have to tell you, they're really, I feel like there haven't been good parenting stories from your childhood. They're <laughs> always upsetting to me. Your dad told you about getting a, a, a air bubble out of a heroin addict's needle. Well, that's what he or yeah, user, out, out of his arm because he was oh. like, you know, because when he was he was my father was was he on could tour. see it. Yeah, he was like he got a, and the guy was shouting. He was like, I got a bubble, I got a bubble, and they had to. He was like he was talking about four what, of them what, jumping what, on the guy's what? arm trying to push the bubble okay. up out of the the vein. Okay, this this renews my. I used to have, as you will know, this is, I have several pieces of legislation that I, of, over my lifetime that I would like to see introduced. One of them is, I think that we need a mandatory class that just like government used to be mandatory, that everybody has to take on what is an anecdote. <laughs> I tell you. Because that is not an anecdote. It is not. It and is it's not. not an anecdote. And it's certainly not one we share with children, but it's not an anecdote, period. But you know oh, what girl, it did? I mean, that reminds me of the time that I had to get this bubble out this heroin addict's arm. But you know what it did? taught you to not shoot to check for bubbles before you shoot your hair made me go i will never be doing that shit <laughs> but traumatizing but I, I, but I think we have to ask ourselves are we trying to teach proper needle usage <laughs> to children i'm not saying that they are going to need it in the legit way at some point but is you. that is this the way it should happen i, That's I what agree. i'm asking i agree i agree <gasps> Jesus. i mean all my stories as a child are they're all wrong they're all awful next up <laughs> from gary c thank you very much mother left cole and kids stockings with savage note from santa so awesome this mother slammed for leaving cole and kids stockings she decided to teach her kids a lesson after telling them santa wouldn't leave presents if they misbehaved before christmas apparently they did so simply threatening to pass on the news of any bad behavior to santa is usually enough to put an end to any potential issues, right? We can all. Agree I remember that, that as a kid. If you start within a couple months of Christmas, that's right. Or, well, really, four or six weeks. Yeah, November. Yeah, if you start, you know, Santa, I'd be like, oh, yep, 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 without ever needing to have a word with the big man. But then, when the warnings fell on deaf ears for one mother, she decided to teach her boys a lesson, and it really divided. And it really divided the opinion of many, many parents, okay? So she, on Christmas morning, not only did they find coal in their stockings, she also left a note from Santa issuing an, uh, an ultimatum. And it read, Santa is very disappointed <laughs> because you have not been good boys this year and you have made it onto my naughty list. So instead of treats and toys in your stockings, I have put coal. Ho, ho, ho. If you want to uh, be on the good list next ooh, year, ooh. you need to colon. Ooh. Listen to your mother and do what she tells you. Stop screaming and yelling. Be kind to one another and stop telling lies to your mother. This is your last <laughs> chance. Make sure you listen. Sign Santa. Okay, I 
I for, I'm firmly on the yes side of this. And and in here, although I do object to portraying Santa as somebody who would talk about himself in the third person. Because ah! that's always weird to me when people do that. Right, right, Santa right. is, you know, I right. just, I don't like that. But other than that, I'm like, look. And I remember when you, as, as Abby was a child, I, you, I stand behind my, what I've said to you all those years ago. Hmm. You have very little time as a parent where you can use lies effectively to parent. Because they're going to get older and bigger and be able to look stuff up and know that you're full of it. Right. So you've got this short window where you've got these tools, deceit, <laughs> you know, and, and Angela, I'm like, use it. And Angela can tell you, I am not. They don't lie to, They're not into lying. I'm not into those lying. Parents. I'm not into lying. I'm not into lying, period. Right. You know, because. I am. And because Angela can tell you <laughs> that for my, another horrible story as a child, <laughs> my mother would you could not lie to my mother when you if you lied to my mother you were an awful person yeah you know and so there's no such thing as a small lie no no such thing so i was trained from you if you lie you'll if if you lie if you lie you'll cheat if you cheat you'll steal if you steal you'll kill that was my mother saying yeah i i feel like this is this is taking the domino theory way far and i believe that I believe I grew up mm-hmm. believing that, and I was like, I don't want to be that type of person. So I, I, Angela can tell you when I even have to lie, I it is I I I become overcome. Yeah, I you know you could see it in my eyes. I see lies as the glue that's holding <laughs> our society together. <laughs> that in the absence of 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 lies, what we have is discord. Yes. Yes. You know, that lies are used. Now, I believe in honesty, but not for honesty's sake. Right. You know, like, I do think that there are times. There are purpose. There's, there's a purpose. A purpose. Now, unfortunately, the what I think what mostly we use it for is to CYA. Right. <laughs> like to cover our own asses. Right. But I think that there, there's a level of lying that's about the social order being maintained in a healthy mm-hmm. way. Um, but then there's just covering yourself because you fucked up. But I really seriously really seriously i believe that this mother what i see is things that because she i maybe had to go buy coal even yeah what i see is a mother at the end and she didn't <clears throat> lash out at the kids she didn't hit him she just she hit him where it hurts right so she asked so she posted this on facebook and she asked does anyone ever not actually give president presents the whole santa won't come thing pretty sure kids know that we are full of crap some parents praised her for proving it was it uh wasn't simply an empty threat as one said bad behavior doesn't get rewarded you did a good thing teaching lessons if anyone reads the letter you can see that the kids didn't miss out on anything because at the end of the she, she said, they did get gifts they, get, they got gifts yeah, she, and they, they, the yeah. presents were out back she had they, she just Santa left them. them out back but they she had that panic yes see the thing is that i every halloween i watched jimmy kimmel right i was just about to bring torture the shit out of children by having their parents pretend that they ate all their candy yes that is deceit that's cruel and i because that's just for our amusement that's yes. schadenfreude right that that is literally um i think i just added shat you know what i'm saying yeah, right. schadenfreude or whatever you pronounce it um that 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 is fucked up lying because that is a turning a painful experience into a bit for adults mm-hmm. this poor woman was like i have had it with these children screaming and yelling and here's the thing Kids are acting bad as you're wrapping their presents. And right. it's like, I get that. You're like, I, these ungrateful guys, here I am trying to make a holiday for these motherfuckers. And this year has been fucking hell. And they up there yelling and beating each other and breaking my shit. And I'm just, you know what? 
They're getting cold. They're getting cold. Now she backed up off of it, but I do. I want, I wish there was video. Not because I enjoy seeing kids upset, but I do want to see if they bought it at all. Right. In that moment, if they were like sincerely panicked. Because I can remember at the age I believed in Santa, if I'd got downstairs, there were no presents. Mm -hmm. I think I might have had a heart attack on the steps. Absolutely. I think I might have just been like, like just lost it. My 14 year old came on Christmas morning, walked into the bedroom, like with, with a smile, like she didn't even say anything. She just looked at us. Like, get your asses out the bed. Mm -hmm. It's time. It's time. And you know what? And I think that, you know, what I think she is, the mother tried to do was try to exhibit that I don't, this doesn't have to happen. This doesn't have to go down the way you think it, it has to go down. But the problem is, is that when you're teaching magical thinking and magic yes. to kids, you're, you're, it's traumatic. Well, this is, this is how, when you're a kid, the calendars of so little, like there's, you just have signposts, which is why I believe like, even at this age, I still think of time in terms of semesters Yeah, because that whole first part of your life, you were ruled by school, you know? And so that's why another, the whole, what's happening this year with COVID with, with people has been with kids. I'm especially like, they're going to be studying this forever, you know, um, because not being in school in that way for this long. Mm Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that's going to do to kids socially. Well, you know what? Especially. Somebody I read, I was reading an article in this, 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 this guy uh, talking about, he was like, you know, I missed four years of school. There was a war in Bosnia. Yeah. He was like, I missed four years of school. He says, you know what? I, after that, I went and I got my degree. Mm-hmm. People continue to, to get school. He goes, these kids are going to be okay. Yes. However, I would say that our educational system is not set up to handle yes. this situation and is actually in many ways, it's a number of huge problems already. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree with you on the, like, if once you, once you imbue, once Santa exists, that's right. You know, you've create this, but here's the thing. You're never told about, you're told about the naughty and nice list from the get go. You can't, I gotta, I gotta the call social bullshit. Con, the social contract That's right. was made. Kid, every kid is made aware. You are made aware. It's yeah. not, you just get gifts. It's naughty or nice. Yes. You're right. You're this right. This is not, he is not, this is not an Indian, um, uh, you know, prearranged marriage situation where Santa <laughs> doesn't put on a, that beard may be fake, but the promise of gifts, yes. you know, if yeah. you act right, they're never just, you just get them. You have to be on Santa's happy list. Well, one parent said, uh, this is why the magic of Christmas is slowly dying. <laughs> Don't use Santa as your choice of punishment. I believe people, there are adults who are still, like you said, that person's scarred. Yeah. And what I hear is, my Christmas got stolen by somebody fucked up Santa for yes. me. Yes, yep. You know? Yep. I know I've told the story before about the judge here who every year would call all the kids, lawyers, you know, he'd call all the kids on Christmas Eve. He'd mm-hmm. call me and my mother's like, we get so excited. Aww. He would call on Christmas Eve and be like, I'm about to get on a sled. So I'll just give me a call. He'd just talk to Santa. I'd be like, hi, Santa. It's like, you were so, and it was such a nice thing to do. But that's the thing. What else do you have as a parent? You have so few tools. Oh, you know so what I few. mean? I don't so want to take few. that from you. I don't have children and I'm worried about you. <laughs> I don't want to take from you the few tools you have because you can only use it for, if you're lucky, seven to eight years. That's right. That's you know? Right. And the baby years don't even count. 
And you know what? It was it was a really hard thing when we we decided to to participate in the Santa thing. Yeah, because that was a really hard one for me. Well, you me. guys didn't even wrap gifts. We didn't for, for many years. many years. Yeah. Um, I, I just was which like, I think is criminal. I was like, hell, it was too many gifts. I just did that's, not that feel like doesn't it. Make sense and to me. How also can there ecologically, be too many gifts? it well, was this, awful. But here's the deal: don't care. Number two, no, do care. But this is the thing. You start wrapping gifts right at the point when I was like, mm. but you can use burlap. You can use hemp. You know what I you did can this use, year? Yeah, you can do a lot of things. It doesn't have to be paper. I got, this year we used the Mylar bags. You saw, yes. you know, and they're reusable. Yes. There's so, lots of ways that you can do this. But in any case, I've, how long have we been doing this? Oh, forever. Okay, we've got oh, to we've get got back to on. Okay, let's, okay. Let's, let's look at this. Okay, what you got? I, first up, we had the, a man who was drinking a beer, smoking a cigar, wearing a bathrobe, using a flamethrower. Yes, and then we have the Florida man stuffs $1,000 in rectum to attempt to hide it from deputies. And then we have the, uh, the man who it was uh, Indian man who hid his baldness and his wife, uh, he caught a case for it. Yeah, mother left coal and kids stocking with savage note from Santa. I'm going to go with the hides $1,000 in your rectum. Yeah, I think so. Because they'd already found the money. Yes. They knew how much there was. Mm-hmm. They were going to look for it. They weren't going to forget that. They no. weren't going to go, oh, there was something else. What was it that was there? Girl, I don't remember. Just fill out the form. We'll just get him arrested. No. Look, there was a time in this country. There was a time, man. There was a time in this country when once you were caught and they had counted the shit up, the gig was up. Okay. That's right. You knew it was over. You knew. Look. This is not now when this is not when we start hiding things. Right, right. I, I'm even surprised that he had access to the money at that point That's in the right. process. But because they knew how much was there, so it's like before this. So it's like, dude, it's too late. It's too it's late. It's too late. There was a time when criminals, criminals was a little bit smarter, and they knew that they're like, look, I just got caught with this cash. That's it. Maybe you try to come up with a lie about it, say there was more or less than they, but you didn't. They gonna find it in your ass. <laughs> Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country when a flamethrower was a tool of war. That's right. That is what we, we uh, used a against, up one too. against enemies, not on driveways. People, I don't even think people, we haven't shown an ability to handle, well, spoons. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I mean, as a country, we can't handle bats. Why are we giving each other flamethrowers? Okay. And, I mean, it's too big a flame for just a torch. That's This is way beyond like that. Yes, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Francis. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. I want to thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. We want to thank our amazing producer, Laura and, and Gail. We love you. We miss you.